Don't kid yourself there. You're a bit of a pussy. No offense. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Yes, I am a god! This is Alpha Geek Radio. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive. It's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have seized control of the airways. This is Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. For Sunday, the 22nd of June, 2014... Post Phoenix Comic Con, post Father's Day, not pod fading at all, casually hardcore. <laughs> I am Gnomewise. I'm Myolite. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. Welcome to our stomping grounds, and there's much stomping to be done, so let's get down to it. So, first of all, we have these formalities we must observe, such as tangents are kind of a big deal. And that guy, what be lurking in the internet relay chat, our IRC rep, nay, producer, the Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. And the thing in the place with the guy. So, since we last chatted with all of you, many things have happened. And many, many missions have been accomplished and... And quests have been completed and turned in for, for, for crap loot. And so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's, many. It's kind of the, all right, well, where do we start? We know we're going to, as soon as we get going, it's going to be crazy today. Exactly. So it's going to be a train wreck. Where do we start? That's why I tried to cram in all the, the various yeah. drop-ins and things that need to be done. Because <laughs> we're probably not going to circle back to that <laughs> before we're done here. Uh, so... Where I mean chronologically, Comic Con, yeah, Comic Con yeah. is the biggest. So two weeks ago, we in Phoenix enjoyed the ever expanding. Uh, I think we cracked seventy thousand, seventy eight, attendees. Yeah. Nice, sweaty nerds in the convention yep. center, sucking up every available cell tower within the metro yeah. area. Absolutely. Oh my god, that was it was amazing. It was the number of times, even texts. Texts yeah. were taking like twenty minutes oh, yeah. to get through. If it was insanity. If, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, when you come to if you come to a Comic Con, just just abandon all hope of using any kind of electronic communications. Yep. Go find a payphone. <laughs> it will be the most reliable. Get a walkie talkie. And right. for those of you who are wondering, just ask your parents, kids. Okay. <laughs> payphone. Phone booth. These these are words. They, they very rarely exist. They these don't days. have those. If they're they, hard to find. They, not impossible. They are hard to find. But, uh, You'd be better off going like across the street to the Hyatt and asking to use the phone at exactly. reception. Well, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, for sure. Or you say, does your cell phone work? Great. I'll pay you for letting me use it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the new pay phone. But nobody's phone was going to work. No. I mean, yeah. I, pretty much. Oh, it was insanity. So, yeah, that was a whole bunch of, yeah, I, I should have remembered from last year and not even thought about relying on, right. on this technology. Because... 78,000 nerds yeah. all with two and three you know, cellular-enabled devices on their person 
all screaming at the same tower oh, right yeah. around the corner. Yeah, so nope. I'm trying to tweet in Google yeah. and to send it. Send photos as yeah. fast yep. as freaking possible. And no, I, I ponied up the cash for the for the vendor Wi-Fi to be able to stream it. Even yeah. it, when when it was standing room only capacity in the grand ballroom, it, it started to yeah. suck pretty hard it had too. Issues, it yeah. did, yeah. Not even because there were that many people on it, but there were just so many people in that part of the radio spectrum trying right. to use the public Wi-Fi that they were just shouting down all the legitimate conversations. And like, yep. Wow. Next year, we're going to get them to provide us a hard line. Yeah. This yes. ain't happening. And also, we got permission to do video next year. Uh, should, should we win? Yeah. We nice. definitely but we need, need a hard line. We'll need a freaking sure. hard line and dedicated yeah. bandwidth for that So that was happen. actually yeah. a funny story about the whole video thing. So we're talking to the, the tech guys, the video guy and the um, the audio guy that we sit in between and, you know, Gnomewise, like, like Gnomewise is, is talking to them about their... Their cords, boards and their, their cords and <laughs> whatever. What about that? And then he, hey, do you like I that do. thing? Exactly. Yeah. So he's like, well, you know, they talk about video or about the bandwidth, and he goes, well, you know, we do, we did put in new pipes or something, and mm-hmm. and so, do you want to come see them? So of course, Nomize is like, yeah. So Nomize goes back there, and I turn to, was it Andy who mm-hmm. was the audio guy? I turn yep. to Andy, I'm like, he's gonna go caress your cords for a second. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I got a bunch that he can entangle if he really wants. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hardware guy. What can we yeah. say? Yeah. <laughs> Leave us alone. Right. And then uh, the guy comes back, and Nomize is still back there, and I'm like, I see. Needed some alone time. <laughs> needed some alone time with the cords, with right. the hardware. He introduced me to his boss, and I negotiated how we will be doing video next year. Yeah. <laughs> I heard. Yeah. So hopefully we'll <laughs> be able like to bring you a live stream of video from Phoenix Comic Con for the really uh, awesome guests they keep getting. Uh, yeah. High points this year. Yeah. Nathan oh Fillion was pretty awesome. Yes. Uh, Stan Lee, despite the fact that the man old, is almost a century old, was yeah. awesome. He yeah, was, he was so really good. funny. Yeah. His, only, his only challenge really is his hearing he aid. He can't hear, yeah. Disagrees with most PA systems. Yeah. So right. he had Todd McFarlane there. Translating for him, basically. And he made fun of Todd McFarlane yeah, the entire stop. Which freaking should time. happen, and frequently, right. because because Todd McFarlane. Right. Um, good. Just, I have issues with him. The local yeah. boy or not. Yeah, no. No, I agree. No, no, no. The he's... ego has landed. Yeah, he uh, reminds me of Chris Metzen a lot. Yes. They are, they are of the same ilk. mold, yeah. It's like, I fell into this. By right. accident, and I'm going to claim total responsibility for it and own yeah. it as the thing that I am due. Right. It's like, mm, no, you are not all that. Yes, you are talented. You are a hard worker. You have achieved much. Mm-hmm. You are taking credit for more than right. that. Right. Well, it was funny that no matter twitch. what. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I will tell you that Nathan Fillion's, uh, from the description that I got, because I was home at the time that Nathan Fillion was I did record it for stage, you. Yeah, it um, was recorded. <laughs> was absolutely hilarious. Every, I heard, yeah, every, I heard that... Um, would you like a watch? Oh, here, have my watch. Have my watch. Oh, give her your watch. (laughs) It goes on from there. Everyone was really, like, even, um, who was it? Mark Shepard. He was Uh like, when people were asking questions, he was making them uncomfortable because he was up in their face. Mm -hmm. So he got off the stage and was right in front of you while you're asking questions. Not intimidating Uh at all. Not intimidating at all. Of course, Carrie Ellis was getting off the stage to give hugs and kisses. kisses. And (laughs) Barrowman was doing the same thing. That's expected. Yeah, John Barrowman. Who's he going to grab today? Possibly that everybody (laughs) was very... (laughs) 
Very interactive Very this interactive. year. Very interactive. That's one word for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't pull his name out of my head for some reason. But the Bruce Campbell. Yes, thank you, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Okay, so Bruce he was he that man knew how to work a room. He was in a freaking suit. Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. my God, that so was so he unexpected. He came prepared. Yeah. Well, and you open, you know, he opened with judging the costume contest <laughs> and mocking I, the and, and mocking the efforts that people had made. Yes, yeah. every yeah. every ash, effort <laughs> uh, contest. And then. Um, <laughs> You know, I really love the way he selected his panel. Um, right. From the audience? Yeah, he yeah. selected his panel from the audience. And the first one was, I need to know who in the audience is nuclear engineer. <laughs> and a few hands go up. He's, that one. Give me that one. Nice. <laughs> and, he pulls up, and this guy totally bullshitted his way. He wasn't a nuclear yeah. engineer. Yeah. He gets up there and he's How like... How do you get a nuclear engineering? Uh, by lying, mostly. Yeah. yeah. He's like... It's like, wow, I, I really feel safe with you. <laughs> so he, he filled the, the four-person yeah. you know, desk on, on the stage with people, random people from the audience and then ran with it from there. It's like, you, sir, are professional. That's awesome, yeah. I mean, everyone was so great. Stephen Amell was wonderful. Yeah. I loved him. That one I him. missed. I missed Amell he was and I missed, really good. Um, he mentioned the Badger. Um, Mark, Mark Shepard. Shepard. Shepard wasn't Shepard. in the room for him. Yeah, um, he, that was really me. funny. Yeah, and, and um, so they were all really... Although, I'm sorry... I'm sorry to say, but Manu, he mm. topped them all this year. There is no freaking way that anyone beat Manu as far as talking about Manu Bennett here. Manu yeah. Bennett, yeah. Uh, Deathstroke from Arrow, yeah. and what else? Is Spartacus. He Spartacus. Spartacus. He was also name. the pale orc in The, the Hobbit. Hobbit. He did the Moe Castle, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, well, and his the voice. voice. Yes, and the yes. voice. Yeah. So. Such as it is. <laughs> well, some yeah. of the stories he told about yeah. that were really He had really funny. good stories, and then he led a full-out uh, haka at the end, yep. where he got like 30 or 40 people from the audience up on the stage, and he led them through a full haka. Full, full and warrior, it was like haka. serious. Like, it was not like, no joke around. around. Into it. Yeah, yeah, like it was intense. And like you saw the staff was like, oh my God, that's a lot of stomping on our stage. I don't know <laughs> if I can take that. Yeah. There was a lot of fear on the staff side. A lot of, and like, and like, Eyes went big. Everybody in the audience was just like wrapped. Like it took until the very end for Dex to be like, uh, oh God, I should be videoing this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, like, it's because he starts off with like, you know, the guy asks him, could you do the haka dance yeah. for us, uh, the haka for us? And he's like, absolutely, but only if I can teach you, right? So right. then the guy goes, he's like, yeah, well, come on up. Okay. Well, who else wants to learn? A couple hands go up. Yeah. All right, you guys come up here. You know what? Just whoever wants to, to do this, come up here. You know what? All men just come up here. Yeah. Oh, women who want to stand next to men. Come up here. Right. Doing come up this. Here. Come up here. Right. So he awesome. does it and it was like. Oh my God! And I was just like enraptured because I was looking at the staff and their big eyes, and then I was looking at him, and it was so great with all the people yeah. behind uh-huh. him. It was intense. And then like ten seconds before it ended, I was like, uh, "Oh my God, video!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit, I should be videoing this. Uh, yes, true, well, true I mean, in the IRC. Yes, that thing is on. Just saying. That was a. That I mean, I got to admit though, that guy's. Really big too. He's not, not as big. big. He's not as big as you thought. Yeah. No, because he has we a got presence. we got a personal picture with him, yeah. and uh-huh. I got to hug him, and he's got this like little tiny, tiny little waist. He's mm-hmm. a, but he is big. Uh huh. But not as big as he looks on stage. stage. Like when he's far right. away no. from you, he, he looks like, a lot huge, bigger. But no, what you're describing yeah. is is presence. Which right. Is, yes. Right. He really yeah. serves him well. Yes. In the yes. That uh, for sure, but I was like, wow. Yeah, but he was yeah. in shape. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, that's part of what I'm talking yeah. about is, yes. is the lines on that man. Yeah, Ooh. between him and uh, Stephen Amell, who like... Oh, my God, He actually, yes. like, because he had mentioned uh, in, during 
just talk about, you know, he learned a lot from John Barrowman about interacting with fans and just doing some stuff and they're really cool then so he's really interactive on his facebook so i started following him there and he's been posting these videos of him doing these yeah. free running workouts uh-huh. and it's like holy parkour! crap dude, yeah parkour yeah yeah, yeah. parkour for reels <laughs> like wow that dude is in crazy shape well i i think you remember <laughs> as i said the, the main thing i wanted to see him do at comic-con was to yeah the one up from his um, opening shot kind of on one of the questions they yeah. asked yeah. him was like, "Have you ever missed?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I've missed. Yeah. Never on camera. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I've missed. But he's missed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, that must suck, man. You imagine? Yeah, missing would be like <laughs> well, that. Yes, it, yeah, with the bar uh, yeah. on your chest. Yes, That's yeah. not a whole bunch of unpleasant. Yeah. But well, yeah, and and they're, you're pulling your legs up yeah. to give you the oomph. You know, you're using the whole body yeah. impetus to move yeah, you're yourself You're in up. a so not a easy good position, position to, to, get, to save yourself yeah, from. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that so had to hurt. <laughs> so he also actually, um, Stephen Amell also has a wine company, right. That mm. he started, <laughs> and they tried to. Um, they tried to name it the Miracuru. No, they tried to name it Vertigo. Oh, Vertigo. That's what it was. Yeah, from, from Vertigo Comics. Yeah, right. from something. Something. So, so now they're now gonna try they're to make a Miracuru. Which Wine. is the miracle that makes Deathstroke on the show? So mm-hmm. yeah. the the serum. The I mean the the phrase I keep coming back to there is is from a long held one from the wine industry is the great way to make a small fortune in the wine industry is to begin with a large, large fortune. fortune. Right? Yeah. Yes. It's like, are you sure you want to go there? Well, he has a large fortune, so he's he okay. can. He's doing okay. I mean, he wants to shrink it. Decided to invest. So who knows. So I did post the link on there for that Hakka dance yeah. if you guys want to see it because it was freaking fabulous yeah. is all I can say. And these the panels from the Grand Ballroom that we've been discussing are available on mm-hmm. the site. Yeah. You'll need to page back a couple of days to find them. They're all filed under – or you can do, do a search for Alpha Geek Radio episodes because um, right. we filed it under the Alpha Geek Radio right. tag. And there's a couple I haven't of – the, of the less in-demand ones that I have uh, got distracted and didn't get posted. I'll mm. get those up this week. Have you done the author's panel one that we did? No. Okay. No. So I had to do data recovery on that SD card, but I was successful. So oh, good. I recovered it. That one is really good. So yeah. it's got a bunch of great authors, including Jim Butcher and Patrick Rothfuss. Yep. Um, and uh, it's just, it's pretty freaking funny. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. We wish we had gotten just the Jim Butcher one because he said some amazing things in his panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, his, his spotlight panel his was spotlight good. His spotlight panel was really good, but it, there was craziness yeah. at that panel. So. But a yeah. strong presence strong from authors presence. this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Overall, just some really big names in the book world, which I haven't seen in past years. So that was yeah, they did good they on did them. Good, good um, inviting, and they did uh, a first for them. They did a concert this year. Yeah, yes. um, with friends yep. of the friends of the network, Paul and Storm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and their usual uh, cadre of. Uh, yeah, they John Scalzi up there who, who test drove his stand-up comedy routine for the first time. He was pretty good. He was good. Mm-hmm. I can tell you this. He's bad he was... at jokes. He's good at stories. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What he's learning. Yeah. He's good yeah. at stories. Yeah. Like um, when he got into like meeting his wife and stuff, that, that was, was entertaining. Really right. His actual like, ah, oh, it's hot in Phoenix. We're like, okay, yeah, this whatever. is a little corny. It's been done to yeah. death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they had Pat Rothfuss there who did his oh, reading awesome. of The Princess and yeah. Mr. Whiffle. Right. Uh, the yeah. picture book. He's like, I mean, literally, if, if if he never writes the third book, he has a 
fine career in doing uh, audiobooks than yes. for other reading. people. Just you, right. Because his voice, you can just like, just talk. Yeah. You got such a baritone voice. Mm-hmm. No, he's, he, awesome. he's also has refined his his presence. Home, oh, yeah. Hoping we get another dose of him at Woodstock this year. We'll see. Yeah. 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 He was really um, good. I got to talk to him briefly, and he said he was intending to be at PAX as well. Yeah, which awesome. would be nice. Nice. Yeah, so. yeah I got to. I, I, Met up with him after that because I, I, there were some things he did on the live stream that I was fairly certain he didn't want distributed. Uh, and I said, so before I publish these things, right. I kind of wanted to check. With you. Yeah, I kind of didn't get permission from my publisher to do that. Uh, I'm probably already in trouble, so I'd appreciate it if you didn't publish. <laughs> okay. Oh, got it. Read, you did some readings from upcoming right. unpublished yeah. works. That yeah, were, you read like the first, the, the first just the few intro. pages. Yeah. 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 Um, so the, I mean, that was my excuse to talk to him, and he's ex- extremely personable yeah. guy, very, very fun, and the beard, the, yeah, the beard only yeah. improves impressive. the closer you get. Yeah, yeah. no, he was yeah. very nice. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. No, it was it was good. We we were wise enough to get in line for Butcher's signing on mm-hmm. Friday First day. because yeah. after Friday there was just no chance. <laughs> it just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't Whoa. happening. So. And the authors are free. Yeah. Which I mean, right. that may not be the case going that forward. That may not be the case. He had just they had to keep closing and shutting it down each time he went to sign because obviously he has such a huge following. Yeah. Uh, but really nice. I talked to him for a little bit mm-hmm. and very cool. Took a picture and that was cool. I got to meet another author that I've been reading his oh, work, yeah. uh, Scott Lynch, who's mm-hmm. in the authors panel, but he's been doing the Gentleman's Bastard series, which has been <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and one of the things in the panel was like, he gets next to Butcher and he goes, Jim Butcher, not Jim Butcher. Yeah. So the guy is blonde, first of all, mm-hmm. long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. But both wear glasses, long black hair. both are about the same build. Tall he's taller thin, though. But come mm-hmm. on, they look nothing. No, alike. they don't look anything mm-hmm. alike. Apparently he's been getting, hey. Yeah. But if you just casually know, like, it's a guy with long hair and glasses who's an author, <laughs> apparently he's been getting stopped at bars saying, we love the Dresden series. He's like, that, me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Not mine. Yeah. Can't wait to see what the author does next. But, yeah, in his yeah. regard, I can't recommend that's his uh, first three books enough. They were awesome. Great okay. thieves' tales. So Scott Lynch. Scott mm-hmm. Lynch. Uh, Gentleman's Bast- Bastard. Yeah. yeah. Bastard Gentleman, right? The Gentleman Bastard series, yeah. Lies of Locke Lamore is the first, uh, or Lamora is the first book. Excellent. Yes. So, but yeah, Butcher, we got to see there, and we all powered, like, for me, it was very last minute, but powered through Skin Game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, warning, here, here, there here will be spoilers. Some spoilers. Oh, hell yeah. We won't go heavy on them, but we're not going to avoid them either. Um, so yeah, right before we went dark there for the con and Father's Day, uh, Skin Game had just released. Yes. Yes. Um, mm. We're now past the Gilligan period, though. I think the Gilligan period only applies to televised. So yeah. um, <laughs> we're still sussing out the rules on this one. So. I don't know, man, because some people read slower than exactly. others. Exactly. So, so you gotta give. You gotta give yeah, more. Yeah, gotta give extra time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story doth continue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thankfully, on the on the audible version, James Marsters James Marsters came Marsters back. back. He returns. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God! So we get the proper the proper reading. The proper voice. Uh, the, the the guy the substitute they got for the last one was not terrible. No, it just wasn't. Just James, James Marsters. Yeah. yeah. After yeah. what? 
12 books by that point. It's yeah. hard. It's jarring. Yeah. I, I, go I, to a I different got the voice. same thing with the Dark Tower, Tower series yeah. where they had the guy who was, was injured in a motorcycle accident and so, so couldn't. couldn't and so like, but, I, but he was he was he rolling, was the damn voice. it. Yeah. 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 So, so you, you want what you want. Right. Yeah. And that's how well, I got through it. I basically listened to it for eight hours at work is yeah. what I did. Cause yeah. I did driving to and from Vegas and mm-hmm. around town. Uh, yeah. I read it the first day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's released now. Everyone leave me alone. I took the day off work. <laughs> I mean, literally, I put in a PTO request so nice. I could read this damn book because I knew <laughs> that I wanted to read this yeah. book on first. day one. I know, right? I'm going, and it wasn't about being first. It no, was I about... Just, what happens? I need the time to get through it. <laughs> exactly. I need yeah. the time to get through it, and I'm going to be shit at work anyway if right. I know I'm yeah. waiting to read this, so right. I'm just going to take the time off. So... um you know, I have to admit, I, I was reflecting back on the whole series, and I was going, look at the journey, look at the trip that that this character's gone through, and I just love how you, you he's changed over the course of, of time and over the course of the years, and, and how you thought they were these massively big bads he was facing in the early books, and now you're getting mm-hmm. to the actual big bads. And, you know, he's still getting the shit kicked out of him in every book, but he's doing it and he's making progress. And we see lots of of our old friends Mm -hmm. um, in this book. And and I was thrilled to see a couple of them, you know, back in action, as it were. But I just thought it was awesome. And, I mean, there was there was a fair percentage of the regular cast that weren't involved. Right. Right. Partially because the cast is pretty freaking huge. It's huge now, yeah. Um... So it was definitely it was focusing on a, a good, fun subset. I can I can never get enough butters butters. So having having butters featured in this one was awesome. Butters and uh, um, Murphy. No, the skull. Oh, Bob. Oh, Bob. Bob, yeah. Bob the skull. Yeah, yes. both of them were really good in this book. I think. Yeah. Um, but actually, in in his panel, one of the things he says is that he, that's what he likes to do. He likes to. He doesn't want to have a Superman complex where you have mm-hmm. to throw bigger and bigger, um, where things and they never. Right, they never actually they hurt never you. Actually hurt you. Right. So he wanted. He always beats his character up, and that's the way it is. And I honestly loved the way that they explained what was happening to him mm. as the Winter Knight. Yeah. Yeah. That not was not the urges, not the psychology right. of it, but what was physically, physically happening yeah. to him. I loved that. I was like. Oh, awesome. They did not make you superhuman. Yeah. They didn't give you They just made you not care that you're hurt. Right. Yes. And they made you ignore that it's that that it's you can't feel the pain, you can't feel it happening yeah. and your body will continue to function until it doesn't. Until yeah. it doesn't yes. and you're going to pay you for it later. Healing yeah. but not superhuman healing. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, that's one of the Well, the and things. it doesn't give you long-term healing. They were talking about the the long-term fatigue well, and it being like I'm a and and but the he, are, he already has 40 years in a year super kind of healing from being a wizard. So Again, But it's, it's not, very slow. It's not but super. slow. Well, it's not super well, it's super compared to a normal mortal. Right. He like, heals most injuries his over burned time. time. Yep. Yeah. Still not fully healed, right. but it's more healed than a human would right. and, ever. And it's going to heal yeah. over right. time fully. It's so basically they're saying one. because he has these inhibitors removed, he probably can go longer, right. but it's not going to be, he can't overcome the he stress pay he's putting on his body. He pay and yeah. pay eventually. Right. And this is the, one of the things that I think we all love about Butcher is the world building, building and yeah. the systems it is the the magic system makes complete sense within itself. 
Yeah. He he's not the kind of author to to violate his own story bible for the sake of right. convenience or, or right. write, you know writing a Deus ex machina to get out of a corner they've written themselves into. He really he has thought about this. Sure. And knows how things work in his world and he's just explaining it to but, us. He's, but he's it's so it's so much bigger than that because you look at it and you say this would be one thing if this was the world of witchcraft and wizardry, right? That's that's okay. So we got Harry Potter going on, right? Where but if now you say we the, add the nice the nice pseudo Latin phrase. You can do whatever the hell you want. Right now we've got the, you know, we've got the Fae, mm-hmm. right? Light and dark, both courts playing. You've got. I wouldn't even say light. Not, I wouldn't even say light and dark anymore because we've we've been given insight yeah. into right. that. Yeah. Yeah. They're, the just, they're just opposite sides of a coin that do the same sides, job. Yeah. Well, no, I get yeah. that, but I'm saying Seely Court, Unseely Court, right. those those pieces and and the urges that operate them that come from the same place but operate in different fields. So I agree with the coin yeah. thing. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that 100%. But I was saying, wizards, fey, let's pull God into the picture with the angels and archangels, yep. which means let's pull the devil into the picture with uh, the, the coin bearers. Right, yeah. the Danarians. Um, yeah. The Danarians. And you start looking at this and the complexity that he's woven together. So in the same book, you can have wizards, vampires... Denarians. And not just vampires, but the different vampire courts. Courts, courts of vampires. Well, two. Well, two, two now. The, yeah. <laughs> the two that are left, yeah. But the Possibly. And when you're talking yeah. gods, you're not just talking god with angels. You're also the talking, talking the entire Scott. pantheon. Right. Yeah. You know, everything. Yeah. Well, Santa Claus, you know. But yeah. I mean, I Hades. Think, Hades. From like Hades. A, Hades. Hades. Hades figured yeah. heavily exactly. into, this, into yeah. this story. Yeah. And he's made the relationship that some people have multiple roles. Right. It's the right. same entity, it's just multiple same, roles. Same, same, yeah. Um, with, uh, Odin, not the whole Odin, 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 Santa, Santa Claus thing. Um, Chris Kringle. But they, uh, I think from a technical standpoint, he's done a really brilliant job of making some very defined characters, but one of his best moves ever was coming up with the Never Never. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, oh, yeah. It basically says, I want to have this come in. I can put anything in that I can think of because I can say it's something that exists in the Never the Never. Never. He's basically set up a system that allows him to bring anything that he desires mm-hmm. out of there and have it completely fit in the story. And because of be... that one that yep. one idea. It was a brilliant idea the yep. way he factored that in. Well, and have it be just its parallel. Right. So, you know, the the concept of, well, how am I going to get into the never-never, into the place I want to go? Right. And I you loved the, the logic and the rules surrounding how they were trying to get from one place in our reality to another place in the yeah. never-never. They said, well, why don't we just ask the boss to let us into the vault? Then you make the vault... Not, not a vault yeah. anymore. You yeah. change its essence and it no longer leads to the corresponding right. place. We have to break in because we're trying to break in. Right. Mm-hmm. If someone lets us in... We won't end it, up it, in it the same place. It doesn't yeah. connect to a place right. that we have to break, break into. into. Right. It's like, that makes complete yeah. sense yeah. and Networks. makes my brain hurt at the yeah. same time. And some of the things, too, and I mean, the... the the cast of characters that he's already built are great, but some of the new characters were really yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm. So he's got a couple of new characters that come into this yeah. book that are, again, not who they seem to be. A little are more, they ever? Are no. they? Yeah. Again, but the twist is good. Like they've yeah. got good twists. Yeah. They're intriguing characters as far mm. as their. There's a lot of good characters. Their, what's yeah. their motive? As what's the motive, what's the motive on this? Yeah. yeah. For these characters. We're talking about Goodman Grant. Yeah, he was my favorite of the. Of the new he was one. Probably one of I the hope we see of more of him. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was an interesting. Good. You mean it? But I mean, he's a. 
he's a powerhouse again that's kind of yep. sort of allied with him. Well, but definitely. He's, he's a Han Solo, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This illustrates. He's a rogue. He's a rogue. Another part he's of the, the story arc that I love is this is. In some stories, you come in and you you are introduced to creatures of in, immense power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So earlier in the series, we've met you know the council and the Merlin, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, they're they're wielding you know crazy magic, crazy levels of planet shaping magic, and we've basically been watching Dresden become a power, mm-hmm. right? And we've seen the sausage being made of how do you get from dabbler. To Merlin, well, not, not, yes. not Dabbler, but well, no, promising, he's, he's, a, promising he's, apprentice. He started yeah. as someone Adept who, at some point, yeah. he lit his first candle. Yeah, yes. right. How do you get from there? But he was never mentally a Dabbler. No. He was a practitioner always, and he wanted once, to be stronger and better. From where we yeah. start once he got in the story, once right. that died. Right. Yeah. But once, remember, the reason you know, they yeah. knew he was a wizard was mm-hmm. because Mom. of his mother. Yeah. Of Lefay. And the and probably blew up because things probably <laughs> yeah. happened while he was young. I mean, if you think about it. No, never forget yeah. Granddad. You know. um, oh, but yeah. We, the we black were stuff. watching him become. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. now he's walking with these other powers. Yeah. So the, the kinds of people that Butcher put him with this on, on this excursion were freaking elemental powers oh, yeah. and levels of power of. of Creatures he's encountered before that he used to hide in terror from. Right. He is now, oh, yeah, okay, I guess I'll need to deal with this. Right. Um, now he's got the winter mantle to fall back yeah. on, but he's also just getting But he's trying own. now desperately, not only because of the psychological effects, but because of the physical effects not to use right. the power of the winter mantle. But I also feel that the winter so. mantle is more mm-hmm. of a hindrance than it is of anything. He's discovering I feel like, that. Yeah. I feel like his... Him and his own power and what he's right. built with, you know, the island and everything else. Demon that, that's where yeah. everything comes from. Yeah. The, the winter the, power the, the winter is, is so something he's trying, he's trying to get yeah. out of anyway. But the winter mantle, the, the power of the winter mantle isn't the power that he gets personally. The power is the fact that he goes, if they do this, they're pissing Mab off. Yes. And they're not going to do that. Right. right. So right. basically, he, because Mab, Mab sort of has his back. Yeah. Or he knows in, in certain situations she'll be offended if they do something mm-hmm. to him. He uses that to his advantage. That's very, the right. power very of the much winter mantle. Yeah. Yeah. the winter manor itself, I feel it's very yeah. limiting to him. He, yeah, overall. But I mean, he can. The one thing that it, it does that they did. Well, also he empowers his spells. Anything right. frost yeah, or wind based now it gets empowered. So he does well, have an extra oomph there. And right. he can walk. Yeah, he doesn't have any slippering or anything like that. Or he doesn't no, take no, any I mean, I don't walk. mean that. He can he walk. walk. He broke his oh, yeah. back in yeah. changes. Yeah, and so until his back heals, naturally, naturally which will take yeah. decades. A long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is allowing, this this is is allowing him to, to move, yeah. to be mobile and to, yeah. to do those things. But it, it, it's just, it always gets me, you know, when you see that, that, that movement for him and you start to see how he... All right, what am I going to do in this situation? How am I going to? Okay, now I'm learning Mab's rules. Right. I'm learning to play in the court, mm-hmm. right? I'm learning that I need to honor her word. But he also learned. That. I mean, a major part portion of the story was hidden from the reader, mm-hmm. and was Dresden thinking like a fae. Exactly. Yeah. How do I rig the game? Right. Pretty right. Much, yeah. I, I, I already know the what, game is going to be rigged well, against for me. For once in in our time with him, he. Thinks ahead. Right. 
yes. and plans ahead and doesn't just wing it. Right. That's a right. major change for this character. Yeah, the not has, winging it. He has sure. always yeah. been a reactor. Yep. Yep. It's a matter of... Although he is always trying to rig the game, but it's always been that, oh my God, I have to rig the game now. Well, right. Just, right. Just yeah. general, Very general yeah. preparation. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have... My gear ready. I have my spells yeah, yeah, yeah. ready. I have my I shield bracelet. I have this my. This is very you know, specific. Stuff. Okay, I am going to pre-screw right. the people who I know, I'm right. and screw me. I know enough about the game that I make a reasonably good guess about the way they're that they're going me. to screw yeah. me. And he nails it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it and it makes the for a very fun moment in the story. Right. And I like that he has a person to discuss these things. Well. With. I mean, in general, the story is mm-hmm. done like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. And yeah, it's an Ocean much. Eleven yep. story. I mean, it yeah. even has, if you watch the movie of Ocean Eleven, there's the scene at the end where it's like, oh, well, let me tell you how I did screw you. And mm-hmm. then they go to the flashback. In the book, they do the exact same, same thing. thing. Yep. It was, and, and yeah. that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a bank robbery, crime caper type yeah. story. But I have, I have. They did a good job with, with magic it. and stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I have one that I have to bring up, though. Actually, it'll lead us to the yeah. second, but I have one. So, Murphy uh-huh. and the sword. Yeah. Yeah. I was heartbroken at that moment in the book. Really? <gasps> I think it was a perfect moment. I, I think I knew that I knew it was going to happen. You yeah. know that this is going to happen, that she's going to make the choice that she has to make Nicodemus in this situation. Nicodemus sure knew it. And Nicodemus put her deliberately in a situation where she would, by her nature, have to make a choice that would make the sword vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I was completely, but I was like, you were hoping. Oh, you just broke one of the words. Yeah. You Damn were hoping, it. but it's very in Murphy's yeah. nature. It's exactly what her yeah. character. No, would I, do. I, and that's why you and, could see yeah, it coming. And, you and you're, can, yeah. you're literally. There's like, a reason no. why she had never picked up the sword. The sword. Exactly. She knew. knew that about herself. Yeah. Absolutely. And that was she was right. Yep. And so she knew. She picked up the sword anyway. She did what she, her nature demanded. And, there was and a then price. she and 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 she's continuing i think to pay that price I even feel, though i feel like she it worked out in the end i feel like in murphy's character it's in murphy's character to weigh the price versus the life of dresden mm-hmm. right and the life of dresden is always going to win over right because she loves him most of that price yeah i mean i'm sure at some point it it might get too steep a too price. expensive yeah but um in that case you know, right? I mean, I think if the price was I something that Dresden couldn't live with, yeah, she probably couldn't yes. live with it either. Probably, right? You know, here I'm going to kill 300 children, or I'm going to save Dresden. Right. Dresden would say, "Save the 300 children." children. Right, of course, yeah. <laughs> you know, save I mean, it's, it's that sort of you yeah. start. You True, know. in the IRC mentions the butcher has said in interviews that he is considering Gray for a side series. Yeah, that makes sense. That, I think yeah. that character has legs. He does. Because he, he does. clearly has a backstory. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. he makes a passing reference to having known Dresden's mom. Right. Yes, so he does. he's been around yes. a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the nature of him. The nature if, of him. If you, under, species, if you yeah. understand his species, yeah, that's what we understand, that they're very long-lived. Yeah, so, um, but, I mean, kind of what you brought up about the sword... Le- I had one issue with the book, and I uh-huh. already brought this up yeah. to Daxa. I thought it was a little too tidy at the end. Uh-huh. He really cleaned up everything. Like as, even as the, far as people lived happily ever after, Grail doesn't like people to live happily well, ever no, after. Well, no. To me, the it's The series like, is not over. But the series, but yeah. no, and, and especially compared... like the end of Star Wars. Right? We're going into the Empire right. Strikes Back Well, we've now. been in the Empire Strikes, or we've at least been in a series of stories where... 
he he wins, but there's always a, a consequence mm-hmm. to the choice. Mm-hmm. In this case, nothing had consequence. They broke the sword. They fixed the sword. They, you know, they have to work with these bad guys, but they completely screw over the bad guys. And not only screw them over, but screw them over, like, monumentally. Like, it was flat-out win. Like, there was nothing in the book that ended up where there was any real cost other than than, Murphy hurting, like, they say her knee was hurt for a little bit. But um, Nicodemus also, he He has the grail. Yes. He did have the grail, but they got five of or four other items of awesome power, and the one that he was really interested in getting, they all own. So it's like, all right. Again, Win. It was just a little too much. Like, wow, this was win for you. this was just like <laughs> Superman, like easy. Like we just took it all out. So that was my only yeah. issue with it was it didn't feel as like to me breaking the sword was like wow that was monumental. To have them resolved in the same book was kind of like okay that really there's not much of a an issue then apparently with breaking the swords. <laughs> uh, I think that. Yeah, I, I would agree that that having it fixed in the same book yeah. was like was I could too see fast. it getting resolved, but it needed to be like well, a like this is a big deal now. We have we're down to basically one, one sword in action and one on the shelf until and they uh, had talked about and they had talked about the fact that they had reforged right. the swords in the past. Yeah, um, I mean, I, to me, I was never uh, that worried because it had been made clear on multiple occasions yeah. that. The the gentle directly to Dresden's face. These are not that easily destroyed. Right. Yes. Exactly. Don't don't worry well, your little wizard head. Yeah. And the angel was great too. It's oh yeah, Uriel yeah. was Uriel awesome. Was great. Yeah. So um, he was a good character. And it was a, a fun and con- it was a little bit contrived way to get one of my favorite characters, yeah. Michael, Michael, back in action back for sure. one yeah. last hurrah. hurrah. <laughs> yeah, one last run at that. Um, does does that statue look like Molly to you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's an, I mean that that's certainly lurking the, out there. And the fact that she prefers to have her parents think that she's sleeping with Dresden yeah. over telling them that What's she's really the Winter happening? Lady, exactly, is is a statement about where Molly actually is. Now I was wondering at what point the the Warhammer was going to contact. Dresden's face, face, courtesy of charity. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, they don't know. Right. Right. Why don't they know? Molly. Molly Molly hasn't told them. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, you know, I'm looking at it, and and I would say, Grail, that that I agree with you on Mm -hmm. some of the tidiness features, but he planted a lot of ugly seeds. Don't get me wrong. He he set up the next book quite a bit. Or at least, I mean, he, I wouldn't say ugly seeds. I mean, Molly's made a history of not telling her parents what's going on. Mm, but also, so she, is, she is clearly oh, yeah, inhuman yeah, he, at this he has that, with and he has the yeah. spirit baby yes. <laughs> to deal with. He's which, got his spirit baby. He's got to deal with Bob 2.0. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that Although obviously female, could go the bad. The spirit baby yeah. is female. He's got a, so, a I mean, spirit daughter. He's opened up the book to a lot of different paths, but I'm just looking at it in the microcosm of the one book. Mm-hmm. Everything was resolved that was an issue at the beginning of the book pretty much got resolved. I mean, he was dying at the beginning of the book. Right. Like, he was screwed dying, and that got resolved, which, obviously, I mean, it was such a big thing. It was a hard labor. Thing. But it was a hard that was labor. a very hard, hard delivery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, I think it, it really, if, if they had not instantly fixed the issue with the sword, I probably would have been okay with everything else. But mm-hmm. for me, that was, it was the monumental, like, oh, there's the cost to, to See, what we're doing, to me, and then it was like, boom, we're no problem. I'm, the, the sword was a story element 
that was just in service of the butters story. Right. Right. So well, no, I don't focus on the sword. The sword needed to get into that condition because the but, whole other thing where Butters was heading in this story And that's line. fine, but I just don't know that he needed to wield it in this book. Like, he was already showing, like, I'm starting to dabble in magic. I've got I'm Batman. Super, I'm Batman. Yeah, yeah. I got my Robin. I'm doing all these crazy things. Like, that was enough for me. Like, that's all I need. I didn't need yeah. Yeah, Butters walking the, the cross danger. Butters. Walk, walk in the danger right road. Yep, yeah, exactly. I Butters. Mean, yeah. So, walking the danger road. But I mean, I like that. I like how much does Andy know about that? Right, go butters. But I like, uh, you know, I like Nicodemus. He's to me has always been my favorite foil against Harry out of all the villains we've had. He's always to me the one that's most competitive. Yeah, hit him hard this time. And they they spelled it out in this book. He is not a warrior. No, he is. He is the the varies of this universe. Mm -hmm. Right. He is the the puppet master. Yeah. And I don't. I I don't don't fight. fight. Yeah. I, do, I gauge. No. I send others yeah. to do the fighting He's for the me. He's a spy master. Yep. But it was really fun to see him put his back against the wall yeah. and yeah. be forced to fight. Now, oh, he yeah. can fight because he's ancient he's got and he's power. got power. But and he, I love and not his Harry's name. things. I've done the math wrong. It's not me against Nicodemus. It's me against Nicodemus and what's the name of his name? Ar- Ariel. 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 Yeah. Anduriel. Anduriel. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And oh yeah, I forgot. Crap. Yeah. Miscalculation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. It's actually two against one. Right. Yeah. Um, and one of them happens to be a fallen archangel. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and there's a lot of really good. He did set up a lot of really good things. Yeah. Uh, baby, you know the baby growing up, little Ash. She's gonna be something. She'll be something. a bottle. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. they also made reference to the fact like. How did all these coins get back in circulation so fast? Right, and the corruption, potential issue. corruption yeah. in the they church. It's basically out. confirmed. Which corruption. is now why mm-hmm. the swords aren't going back to the church. Right, right. Why right. the well, why not the swords, the cups. I mean, the the, the artifacts. artifacts that he yep. that he stole. Well, and we don't even really understand what the artifacts are yet. No. Yeah, but we know no, what got, they we know can do. They just know they're powerful. Yeah, we know they're immensely powerful. Right, exactly. And one of them is a freaking blade. So yeah, never a good thing. Yeah. So. Well, and you you think about it, and you go, well, what would we possibly need those for? Would it be uh, the outsiders? The coming war. Yeah, the coming <laughs> yeah. war to preserve the ongoing our, war. Our ongoing, creation. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. So this, yeah, I mean, this this to me felt very much. I think you're dissatisfied with it because it really was the middle of a story. Yeah. And it's not typical. Butcher has not done this where he's he, he's always had the the story arc going, but. This one was very much a, 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 had a middle of the story feeling to it. So. Oh, to, no, to me it just it, it closed off. I mean, if you look it's at the previous, a books, little too clean. There always was a price. Changes had lots of prices. Right. Yeah. Uh, Ghost story had price. Um, even the last one, before, cold, uh, days. cold days, cold days had yeah. price. I yeah, mean, that was a big price at the end. They they stopped it. They won, but Molly became the lady of winter. Right. Yeah. So it's like you know there was always that kind of give and take that it was hard to get it right, and then this one. So you win, but your victory is never flawless, yeah, and your victory is never without a cost. There's always something that you have to do to, because yep. if it was just flawless victories, I, I, I think, I think we're just we're undervaluing the Grail. I think yeah. the, the Grail is going to be a freaking major. He wanted well, it for think something. About, okay, think about what they were doing with a replica of the Shroud. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right. Because they were getting ready to start a mini apocalypse. Right. Exactly. With a replica, replica. Right. of exactly. the Shroud. Imagine what they can now do they the real with they the yeah. real yeah. grail. Yeah. Well, one of them was the real Shroud, right. but the Harry took shroud, that. Yeah. Right. 
So that one's probably still okay. Let's just not turn it over the One church. would assume that the, uh, the, the artifacts we have will be important in countering whatever Nicodemus exactly. has in mind. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So there, there were a lot of good bits with, with the Danarians in general. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good... Uh, it was good to see scraps Mouse. Scraps with bad guys. Mouse. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Mouse. Is Mouse a good dog? I want to see Mouse in action again. Well, I enjoy with, seeing with Mouse Hades. in action. The whole with conversation <laughs> with Hades. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> likes Harry because he's a dog person too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You named your dog Spot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. my god. No, that, that was a great moment of. That, that and the honeymoon again. without your mother in law was awesome. Yes. 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 The portions, that yes. whole conversation was like. I but again, to me, that was another this. whole thing is look how much Harry has grown up. He's just chilling yes. with elder gods. Yep. Exactly. And the elder god doesn't even feel the need to help him out very much. He just says, yep. here's a little bit of information you right. need, but I trust you'll be able to take care of yourself and just put some Go back. away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it was. That's it not was, the same as you know fighting pixies. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> right. I, it's a great book. I again, kudos. I yeah. mean, for something that started off as okay. So what during his panel, one of the things was that this stormfront started off as a way to prove his teacher wrong. Right. Because he was doing what he wanted to, even though his professor kept telling him that this is the way it should be. He mm-hmm. wouldn't do it. So in order to prove her wrong, that e that. If he followed her rules, basically, uh-huh. um, it wasn't going to be a be any good. Right. He followed her rules yeah. and got Stormfront. He made the first two two or three chapters of Stormfront, gave it to her, and she's like, "Yeah, that's that's good. I don't know if it'll sell, but that's that's good." And he's like, "Dang huh. it!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Codex Alera was on a bet. Yeah. Right. And then this new steampunk one mm-hmm. was because someone happened to mention that, yeah. Cosplaying steampunk is cool, but really, how many cool yeah. books are based? There really has on? been no there good really steampunk no. story. All right, we're running out of uh, bed music here. Okay. So ah. We'll be back uh, after a little double clicks action. Cool. Uh, okay. And we'll talk more about things and stuff. Yeah. And, in go places. on to games. All right. We got a lot to do there. There's that. Too. Woohoo! This is Dills from the Instance and the Angry Chicken, and you are listening to Alpha Geek Radio. romantic and sweet and you're an immature loser with friends who are unreasonably violent you and i are kind of like jim and pam season one in that i have a job and a boyfriend and you have a kind of weird thing with jello in these stories we want to know will they or won't they but with us i know the answer we won't in these stories we want to know with us, I know the answer, we won't. You and I are kind of like Spike and Buffy, in that you have a terrible accent, and my house is full of weapons. You and I are kind of like Kaylee and Simon, in that I like spaceships and have a really great mind, and your whole darn family is crazy. You and I are kind of like Starbuck and Apollo, and that after all this, this is going to end in an anticlimactic way. You and I are kind of like Starbuck and Apollo, 
and that after all this unresolved sexual tension and emotional investment in time and money, this is going to end in an anticlimactic way. Paranoid, and even when you're right, I look like the smart one. You and I are kind of like Sansa and Joffrey, in that I have a lovely dress on, and you should shut up. In these stories, we want to know will they or won't they? But with us, I know the answer we won't. This is alphageekradio.com. Geeks in a gaming world. Casually Hardcore continues live on alphageekradio.com. What you've been hearing there, I forgot to mention earlier in the show because we had many tangents. Yes. Um, Johnny Feisty has created uh, our audio logo for the station. Oh. So you've been hearing those little uh, stings in there with the uh, 8-bit uh, video game music inspired jingle. That's the new Alpha Geek Radio audio logo. Yay! Thank you, Johnny Feisty. Uh, check out his uh, under his pseudonym Juicy Melon Jim. He has released a uh, an album of uh, '80s inspired tunes. Just go to just go to JohnnyFeisty.com to check him out, uh, and we thank him for composing our our audio logo for us nice that's yeah. really cool uh, he, he rocked there's four different versions of it i've been playing at different times during the show here and you can also just go to the front page of alphageekradio.com and i've got them all posted there for your consideration yay so thanks again johnny and geeks in the gaming world so yeah also in our in our downtime uh there's a little you know gathering of people that make games and yes. publishers talking to developers uh, the Electronic Entertainment Exposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. E3. E3. And there was Just happened. Wailing and gnashing of teeth and bitching by gamers who don't realize that this convention is not meant for them. It is. <laughs> what was the complaints about? Uh, I mean, th- th- right around that time was the great uh, 30 frame per second uh, riot of Ought 14, wow. um, where people are kvetching about the... Uh, Obvious downgrades, and, and, and there's a really good video that Total Biscuit has done showing on Watch Dogs in particular, in the PC edition, how a modder has gone in, didn't write a mod for right. Watch Dogs, but just discovered... Enabled the, the renderers. Enabled yeah. everything yeah. to say, okay, here's, here's now it looks again like what they demoed in 2012. Yeah. They deliberately crippled this game to bring it down to parity with the consoles. Well, I mean, they've, of course, released. I saw, I didn't read the full article, but they basically, Ubisoft came out and said, oh, you know, those will cause performance loss, blah, blah, blah. I and don't know if no it's one, true or no not. No one's been able to make yeah. it cause performance loss, but what well, else are they going to say? Well, it's like, I mean, even, I mean, even before Watchdog Skyrim, you look at the mods and the renderers and stuff you can put on there. If your right. system can handle it, it looks. Realistic. The, the important distinction here was this was not a right, mod. Right. No, no code was right. Added it was actually the in game. the game. It was yeah. there. It was simply yeah. a matter of setting things in a config file. Yeah. Right. And the the accusation is they were paid off to not make the consoles look look bad. bad. Yeah. 
and that, of course, in the PC Master Race Bible is a, a sin against mm-hmm. God and all good things. So, oh, torches, pitchforks, rah, 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 Ubisoft, Ubisoft, whatever. It is. I mean, I agree. I don't think you should be buying a game on the console so it looks as good as the computer. You should be buying a game on the console for, for a lot of other conveniences. Yes, for right. convenience. Absolutely. Yeah. Stability. If stability. you want a game that looks that amazing, uh, play it on your computer. Right, exactly. Right. So, but and, it's and a market shame, of a and shame on Ubisoft exactly. if they did, yeah. right. you know, neuter their game basically to make it look even <laughs> <laughs> no, I just love the way he said that. I'm yeah. like, that's an They're excellent game. word choice. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's really, that's bad. And that's not the only controversy, though, that they had. Because right. they also had a lot of controversy around Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because they dared to show a trailer where you it, they've added multiplayer now. You can have four uh-huh. assassins yeah. going. They're, a, they're all men. <laughs> There's no, no female, and so everybody said, "What the hell? Why can't? Why aren't there women? Why don't you add women?" And they said, "Well, it's It'd be a ton of work to do a wireframe for a woman. Hard to add." And there's been a lot of back and forth. This one, I think, is a lot more nuanced well, than <laughs> than uh, right. than the rendering thing because. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of commentary from folks in the industry saying, look, they're on a product delivery schedule here. They probably right now, they can't do it. Now, whether or not they should have thought of this from the start, Whole other that's discussion. definitely debatable. Yes. But to get it in, because they already have a drop date of uh, October 21st, I believe, for the mm-hmm. game, probably not going to be possible to add uh, a female. But they are taking a lot of bad press for it. They are. Because they're basically like, why... Why would you do this, especially considering you had a female protagonist in your version on the Vita? Right. So yeah. it's very strange. And it's a really good-looking game. Oh. It is an amazing-looking game. That's – wow. The number of people – like, they, it's, it's taking place in uh, France during the Revolution. Yes. And he's perched up, you know, in one of his rooftop looking down. And he's looking down on a fully rendered crowd of probably a hundred people. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing, and it's it's in game. So that was was damn impressive. It, yeah, and yeah. I I did notice though that a lot of the games were going to more of the little watchdog UI. Yeah. Um, where you know they have the little. It's very modernized, and but it it was quite impressive. The gameplay yeah. of the video they showed. So yeah. I don't know if it actually plays this way. But the video that they showed looked really impressive. It looked really well done. Uh-huh. Lots of cool co-op type stuff coming yeah. out of it. Uh, co-op was definitely the word of the day. Lies, damned lies, and game demos. Right, <laughs> right. Well, the, anytime they go in-game, I'm a little more... Like, CGI renders, yes, anything can look cool if you do a right. CGI render. No, they were actually playing in-game, though. They right. were, and They were trying to sneak by, and, and they were talking yeah. as they were sneaking, and they were like, this is what happens while you're sneaking, or right. this is a new th- whatever. But it... It looked good, but yeah, that's that whole no female thing is is a huge yeah, huge just a strange black it, mark choice. On that. It was an, it was an interesting E3. Uh, Nintendo's presence was entirely pre-recorded. They did not right. do even the ten anything they didn't live ten. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And a lot of people look at theirs and say that they had the best of the three, even though they weren't actually there. Um, Which one? Um, I don't know. The games I saw, not yeah. so much. The uh, they're, they're still massively behind yeah um the zelda demo is the one that people are holding up as everybody okay. said that one looks nintendo yeah. leveraging their strengths right yeah. and actually the demo they did was entirely within the game engine and you know it was a, not not a pre-render and but it was it was total fan service because yeah. it was 
Legend of Zelda. Well, right. Yeah. Of course. of course. It's like, you know, you know first if party, they can't knock Legend of Zelda and Mario out of the they're park, seriously, we got trouble. problems then. And right around the same time from the Mario Kart 8, we had the yeah. Luigi Death Stare. Oh, <laughs> that burn Brighton is kind of fake. Yeah, but that was awesome. In its time, it was yeah. awesome. They, they, just do a. Putting YouTube. hardcore rap over yep. any time he's blowing somebody Zero. up and he gives them this Death Stare. Aiden, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Um, so the, you know, general feeling is, is Sony appears to be ascendant, um, console wise where Microsoft yeah. did everything that everyone wished they would have done right. last year, which they is talk about games. They hit their E3 note correctly, but it connect was not mentioned a single, single time. time. It they, was definitely about the games. Uh, I would tell you, and this is, you know, a lot of the games are in both systems, so right. you're, you're not exactly. going to see a ton of difference, but graphically, Destiny. Oh, Man, Destiny. Man, does that look good. Oh my God, it, Destiny looks amazing. And people have been in there for the alpha, pre-alpha yeah. up until a couple of days ago and have reported it's World of Halo Craft. Right. In the best possible way. Yeah. It's, it's it as about as good as I'm interested. Mm-hmm. It looks so First, yeah. you had my interest. Yeah. Now, now you have, have my, my attention. attention. But we've, we've talked about, you know, well, I'm sure we'll talk about Wildstar, but we've talked about graphics that aren't cartoony, not a bit. This is like hardcore, hardcore. sci-fi. Yeah. Gorgeous. Beautiful and graphics. And the paladin-like armor that yeah. you get is the just tech, yeah, gorgeous. The, the techno gorgeous. paladin, yeah. it, basically, is pretty cool it's looking. And and the, it looks like the gameplay is really interesting, yeah. and you get um, the story sounds good. Yeah. Well, see, and that's a, the huge thing so. is it, it it's Bungie. Right? Yeah. And one of the strongest things about Halo is there was compelling story arc yeah. between right. behind every game. And it was always very hidden. Like everybody talks, of course, multiplayer for Halo and everything. It's like, no, there's a really solid sci-fi yes. story in the single-player game that I mean, is it, in these games. I'm I'm still kind of astounded that they've dropped the ball on converting this into a movie franchise because right. right. they've already written the freaking yeah. screenplay. Yeah. And we'll see what this, you know, the television angle they're right. going for. I mean, forward unto dawn. Did you guys see the, the web series? No. You can get it as a, as yeah, a movie on release Netflix. on Netflix. Yeah. Recommend it. Good. They don't actually get to, you know, the hardcore halo stuff until the bitter end of it. Right. Um, but it's it's a very interesting. It's a lead in to I think Halo three or four. I think it was four. Okay, four. Because you see the ca- the captain of the of the major capital ship you hang out on. Yeah. In his young academy oh, days. Oh, okay. When he first encounters John. Gotcha. Spartan one or whatever. John Spartan man. Um, but they. So it's it's basically your know, kids at the academy when the Covenant show up for the first time. Yeah. So nerd squee all over the place, right. but it, it shows how strong of a universe they've built because they they have this totally unrelated story, yeah. and but it hits all the fun notes of the universe you're familiar with while telling a completely unique and new story, mm-hmm. and then tons of fan service and Spartan armor showing up at the yeah. end. Right. Um. So it just it astounds me that that that, that good writing, which right. is mm-hmm. the thing I love most, oh, good is sitting there yeah. undeveloped, but it also yeah. gives me lots of hope. For Destiny, yeah. having an awesome freaking storyline story yeah. associated yeah. with it, because they've got the big you know, mysterious alien craft right. hovering. Yeah. The well, that's a, the whole mystery sphere. is also what happened. Like these are human settled that have been blown up, and now you are there to figure out what, right. what and occurred. Why did this why alien sphere come yeah. and save yeah. us? Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
and it looks uh, what next? Yeah, and they got Peter Dinklage, even though apparently he made he has one line that it was just gotten infamous because he's like the wizard came from the moon, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's become like t-shirts on their store yeah. because it's just such a bad line. Yeah, apparently his performance is not yeah. awesome. No, but I mean, he's supposed to be playing a emotionless sentient robot, basically. So. so. So he, yeah. he was playing in emotion. Not exactly movie. the yeah. imp. Yeah, not yeah. exactly right. the imp. So that one looked fantastic. That's the Xbox One exclusive, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's uh, on both systems. Oh, yeah. Awesome. In fact, PS4 I think is getting some exclusive content first. So, mm-hmm. which is surprising considering Bungie and Microsoft's relationship. But well, yeah, but, then, but then Microsoft. Took Halo from them, basically. Well, no, they said we want to go and do our own studio, and they said we'll leave us Halo, and they apparently parted amicably. Right. But obviously, they are yeah. on their I own. Think, I think it's all good. So, I, yeah. I would rather have Bungie on all platforms. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, yeah, Tom Clancy has two entries. Yeah, uh, the division you know, was the division really looks cool sweet. That one. That looks one looks amazing. Post. Uh, very bad virus outbreak in New York and trying to retake New York uh, from that. Very from like a militarized police. Very military. Very. You're bl- basically like a SWAT team. Yeah, you're um, a specialized you're, you're a specialized team. SWAT team who's out to save the citizens, yeah. not only from from whatever happened, but from the other citizens. Yeah, uh, uh, so the, it's the, the zombie chaos apocalypse. and hysteria yeah. that has resulted yes. from these. But MMO style leveling and such co-op play, four player. It's like Borderlands and an MMO get together mm-hmm. in Watchdog version not play, of right? uh, New York instead of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, really cool. for CGI. That sentence made sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it does, right? I feel like Captain America. I know. <laughs> I got that reference. I got that I got reference. That reference. <laughs> uh, the the CGI trailer, though, for it is the best I saw out of the CGI trailers. Yeah, it was pretty good. Awesomely well done showing the decay of New York into its current state and then kind of gives you like a redemption at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the gameplay also looks fantastic. They actually use a cover system, which for a first or this is a third person shooter. But, but still, still yeah. you have to have a cover system. I'm so annoyed with Call of Duties and stuff that don't have that. Uh, now, if you do see the trailer, walls are not though, walls. So yeah. the name of it's like there's a wall, but I have to put my whole body yes, out to shoot to behind shoot, the wall. Yeah. So. If yeah. you do see the trailer, though, the um, the back and forth between the people playing, and I say that in quotes, yeah. um, it's very contrived. Like what they're saying, like you can tell it's Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. You can tell it's, it's a, a script. scripted play. You can tell it's a script. With people that are supposedly just joined. Yes. Uh, his other game, though, Rainbow Six, the new one, uh, I can't remember the tagline on it, but it's the new Rainbow Six. That one, they actually just do an alpha build playthrough. There's no trailer, nothing. Like, here's the game. Here's here's current dev state. Yeah, Show you I want this. shotgun blasts going through the walls of the house. I so want destructible environment. Destructible mm-hmm. environments. I want multiple entry points. I want that game it, <laughs> for an alpha build Give it, it was to like me now i mean there's terrorists holding the hostage Six and siege. he puts uh yeah the siege trailer yeah, yeah. he puts charges on the floor above it blows it up and then shoots the guys from the ceiling while they breach from the it just looked like hmm. yeah. it's everything you hoped a rainbow game could be i mm-hmm. want yeah i want these type of enclosed fighting situations that one looks great um Witcher 3. Oh, yeah. Wow. That it, looks it's solid. It's very pretty. Very pretty. Very much you're 
doing the things that you'd think the Witcher would do. You had a lot of preparation. You're tracking a griffin. You're drinking the right potions. You're fighting the griffin. You're chopping the griffin's head off. You're attaching said head to your saddle as you ride back into town with the head bouncing on your saddle and then turning it in for whatever you've been contracted I think one of the do. best quotes on that is something somebody goes, wow, his hair is really bouncy. Yeah. <laughs> Hair is flowing, total open world. He's riding world. the horse and the hair is bouncing. Well, that's one of the things I think the newer, the more powerful consoles is allowing them to bring simulation yeah. mm-hmm. into the games. Very much like the movie developers, Pixar's yep. and DreamWorks of the world are largely in the in the business of simulation. Right. So they write an algorithm that just finds how the hair should work. That's being done real time in our consoles now. Yeah. So they can they just set the rules of the universe, and then you can drive the character through through the universe, and the hair looks the way oh, the yeah. hair is supposed to look, and the griffin head bounces and leaks yeah. blood the way it's supposed to. Yeah. yeah. So it's not. They've incorporated it well. Yeah. Yes. Game development is becoming more and more about a good simulation model. Right. Yeah. And now it's really they're leveraging the computing power and rendering power they have at their disposal. To make some pretty freaking awesome yeah. looking and behaving environments. Well, they've also got good in in terms of the um, kind of uh, adaptive response models too. So that honestly, the way that 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 computing has gone and the way that the design in the games have gone, you have a much more flexible environment to play in. So they can not only do the high end graphics, but they can give you. A, a more I mean, they've dedicated, responsive, they've more dedicated physics experience. processors, yeah. and now they're starting to really use them oh. and say, okay. And they can. And the fun part is when they start messing with it and say, we're right. going to make the rules in this world different than the yeah. real world. Yes. Right. And you get you know, space environments. Right. And all, 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 there's, right. there's all kinds of fun that a, a creative game developer can can have fun with, but it also makes a realistic sim game that much yeah. more awesome and real feeling. Yeah, it's, it's all, all the, a lot of that it's all the stuff that is mods before for right. like Skyrim or, or any game that you can mm-hmm. heavily mod where it's like, well, we want to make sure it's yeah, you're dripping blood or that rain comes off your costume when it's yeah. raining, and that mm-hmm. stuff the developer may not have included, but they've been added in. Now it's like, well, yeah, obviously we're well, of course oh, that's we right. have that available mm-hmm. to us mm-hmm. now because exactly. we have a new generation of hardware to play with with all these exactly. extra bells and whistles. Yeah. It was, I don't know, this one was an exciting E3, just from the amount of stuff that was coming out that was like, well, that wow, looks that interesting. Looks great. That yeah. looks interesting. That looks interesting. Didn't even touch it, like Evolve. Yeah. That one's a that really one's... interesting game. Now, that, that's one where the gameplay looks really interesting. The graphics, not, not so as much. Not great, but... But the idea of how you play the game, yeah. I think, is, is a really good one. I'd like to see how it works see, out. To me, it's all about No Man's Sky. Yeah. What is that? No Man's Sky is like you remember Elite? Yeah. On like planetary steroids. Hmm. Basically the the conceit of the game is start on planet. Right. Fly out from planet in real time to another player's planet. Oh, okay. No loading screens, no load times, a seamless procedurally generated universe. Right. Hmm. Procedurally generated. Right. There's it's your key phrase. But it's also procedurally generated multiplayer. Okay. And it's not... I haven't done a ton of, of reading on it uh, as far as you know, what what is the yeah. actual gameplay mechanic going to be, but it's like things that EVE players wish they had. Hmm. And it's gorgeous. 
Yeah. It's a team of like 12 people. It's this okay. tiny dev team that's putting out this unbelievable content. So people are like, holy crap, how did you do this? Huh. Yeah. Um, so there's someone on there really knows how to write efficient right. code. Um, so we'll see. If this could be the next Spore. Yeah. Mm. Or it could be the next Eve Online, right? But, big thing, but interesting. Interesting. Well, so. well, we'll have to see. I mean, there's luckily a huge uh, renaissance in the space flying games. Yeah. I don't really mm-hmm. know what they're called, space combat, because you have Star Citizen, which is Chris Roberts' effort that was kickstarted for. Fifty million dollars. It feels when they were like. asking like five. Yeah, we're like, we want a little bit of money. Yes, here we want space. We in. remember you. Um, <laughs> Eve is act, or not Eve. Elite is coming back with a new version of that. Uh, Eve Online is creating their own space combat spinoff. So there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in that space, which is great. As a, as a mom, I said two on the the list that I was intrigued for uh, the munch. The Lego um, one. No. Oh. Just Dance 2015, because oh, yeah. Just Dance well, going to have to be. And it's and, got happy in that. Just right. Yeah. And the um, Disney Marvel edition oh, yes. to Disney yeah. Infinity. That's true. Yeah. So yes. to bring the Marvel characters in. So that'll, oh, yeah. I think, that'll be, be big for him. Yeah, those yeah. Will, those two will be really big. I mean, there's not... so. Um, they're not really up our alley, well, but for the month. No, Dance Central. I'm I like, love Dance Central. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm totally getting Dance Central. Um, it's great, but it's just not a lot, you know... It's nothing super they, they different from what anything. they, yeah. yeah. Right. They didn't right. break it. They, <laughs> they just, didn't you break know. it, and they added new songs, which is yeah. awesome. I'm totally buying it. But the Disney Marvel one sounds neat because th- that's the one where they made the um, world bigger, right? Yeah. yeah. That yep. particular one. They made Manhattan. They, they, yeah. they basically have made Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. Which so is awesome. that one sounds Cartoony really... Manhattan, but right. Well, yeah, but that sounds interesting. That sounds like a really good one, but I thought you were going to go for Lego. Yep. Lego yeah. Batman, because that... The trailer that's, to that's Lego Batman Arch Nemesis was is freaking it? funny. Yeah, yeah. Arch, Arch Nemesis is actually incredibly into Batman. She's, She's brave and the bold. She's all over it. I got I got her at Comic Con the the baby doll a Batman T shirt, classic sixties uh-huh. logo that she wears as a nightgown. Nice. nice. Um, um, and she found it entirely on her own. I'm so proud. <laughs> yeah, she she mom. I, had no, I didn't I know about Batman. Brave and the Bold. It's this totally campy, tongue in cheek Batman right. universe. Uh, Aquaman is off the charts weird nice. in that one. Uh, <laughs> and well, almost all of the characters are off, including Batman, are off the charts weird. If you actually sit down and watch these yeah. episodes, you're like, "What is this?" <laughs> it's like the Super Friends yeah. from our era. Oh yeah, okay. Done with a little bit more attention to detail and actually caring, right? But still, just as as campy and fun and wacky. Well, oh yeah. The, the utility belt solves all. Of ills. course. Of course. And, but and it's I, also it's a parade of. Every DC character, they Owned make an effort to work every obscure character hmm. in that you've ever wow. seen. It's awesome. I had one. I had one this morning. I was walking by, and I'm like, "Wait a second. Well, why did that little kid just turn into a guy in the Flash costume? And it was <laughs> Captain Marvel. Yeah. It wasn't the Flash. Right. Was... But I was like, the costume is it's red with the yellow. Well, it's got similar. It, yeah. Got, it's right. got yeah. the freaking Flash costume except for the cape. Yes. Which you know, no capes. So no kids. No yeah. But I, I found myself in that space of, of really? I don't know this one. Shazam. 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 And that's exactly what the exactly. little kid said. And I was like, Shazam. Shazam. I, I recognize Shazam. Yeah. But well, Again, we've, we've observed many times on this show that uh, DC has done a much, much better job on the animated side of leveraging the oh, yeah. properties. There's a great series of short films, and one of them is 
the origin story of Shazam mm-hmm. with a, with Superman and Black Adam yep. thrown in, and it, yeah. it's a ton of fun, and it's really well oh done. yeah, it's actually really good because yeah. uh, it was one of those rare cases where Black Adam was pretty much kicking the crap out of Superman. And that's which one thing nice. that they've not leveraged <laughs> a lot, but basically there, there's always been built into the DC universe. Yeah, the one big thing that Superman is weak to is mysticism and right. magic. Magic and Adam Black Adam is all it's about all magic. about that. So yeah, it was it was nice. Well, it was a good, sh- good short. Yeah, lots of good games. Yeah. Absolutely, Superman Tons just doesn't have enough weaknesses, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I'm curious to see Never where does. they take him in yeah. Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that's well. Be, I mean, they yeah. did take him at least down a slightly darker. I've had to kill someone path in the the reboot that they did in Man of Steel. So well, I was, and they've made I was him, much happier with that than I have been with other Superman. Uh, whatever, yeah, he whatever things, killed about a hundred thousand people in, in New York. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. other issues you may <laughs> have with Man of Steel, yeah. I did like the. You are not a native of this planet, and he right. had yes. a painful adjustment to. You know, the, the powers atmosphere. did not come for free. Right. Yes, no, for sure. He had a horrible childhood. He had to adapt, and he's constantly having to fight to control his senses. He had to learn to. Yeah. And I like that the other Kryptonians were were sideswiped by that. By, like, right. Yeah. And it made. I didn't it, like they instantly figured it out though either. Yeah. No, or I didn't like that either. Instantly yeah, it was it pretty out. darn close. Everyone else stayed in their masks. I know. Pretty much. Yeah. It was silly. I. I they, they, I think they gave it enough lip service to say that to, to have. I've spent ha- my life adapting right. to hardship. The, 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 yeah. This is illustrating yeah. what a badass Zod was. Yeah. And for the love of God, don't let him get fully powered up, or you're going to lose. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's a whole other. Yeah. yeah. No. It'll well, be interesting to see. I, I was. Come out, no. I know. mean, I liked the guy playing Superman. I think he did a good job. Cavill. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill yeah. yeah. Henry Cavill did a good job mm. with the role. Yeah, he's <laughs> I'm good. sorry. He's. Yeah, he's no, on he, my he's list. Pretty. He's pretty. He's definitely he's pretty. <laughs> well, I saw him in Tudors. He started when oh, I yeah. saw him first. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he was the Duke right. in, in the Tudors, and he did really mm-hmm. well in that. And then he did a couple of other movies yeah. um, before he moved into into Superman. And, and well, I gonna, He gave I've him more him. life than he's had. Yeah. Like, he had a little bit more personality than, I think, previous Supermans. Well, well he's going to have to. I mean, if he's doing this Batman movie, he's probably one of the only ones of the main characters, you know, that people want like because right. mm-hmm. ben affleck is batman you know that's gotten batfleck oh my gosh i'm reserving judgment until i see no that. i think i'm, yeah, I'm we'll a, see i'm okay with it i'm i'm looking forward I, to i'm personally fine it. with it but apparently that's like that was like according to people he was given like complete dreck to work with in the daredevil film yeah and, oh yeah it and made it and well he put his scenes he made it reasonably tolerable right. It was, but, but it, it, yeah, it was what it was. It was a very by the numbers super, yeah. <laughs> superhero movie. Um, um, speaking of superhero bad, movies, so. just as a complete tangent, uh, they they finally have owned the fact that they're going to be producing Doctor Strange, and, and a, oh, thank a, God, a director oh, nice. has been announced. Uh, That'll be a tricky one, but if yeah. they can nail it, it really then finally completes that last chunk of the Marvel universe yes. that they haven't been able to and do really anything. Well, I mean, we're assuming Guardians of the Galaxy goes well, and we get the cosmic yes, aspect. Please, of the I Marvel hope it universe. goes well. Yeah, I do. Too. It has. I mean, unless they are they are the gods of writing. Um, trailers. trailers, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Which has been done. I've been duped by yeah. good trailers and for sure. bad movies before, sure. but I, I I have a confidence so. that this is probably going to be a fun ride. And then this is brings in the kind of the last piece of here's right. here's yes. the magical side Sci- of the Marvel yeah. universe. I saw a film, a put together film of Star Wars. All Star Wars done in the style of Guardians of the Galaxy. This trailer. Morning. Yeah. 
trailer, awesome. and that it was it. unbelievably funny. It unbelievably was a trailer funny. for basically all three original Star Wars films done with the background music and the stylings of the most recent Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. trailer. And it's yep. freaking hilarious, and and it would, and I would go see that movie. I would <laughs> go see that movie. <laughs> Says, well, Marvel's not in ID, IMAX, and IMAX no. 3D. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel seems to you know, have like... that down, though. I'm just, I'm really anxious to have have DC get that down for Justice League. You know, they, I mean, they still mm. have the Wonder it's Woman movie. It feels hard. like they're rushing well, it. Yeah, because they're really cramming a lot into it. I mean, one yeah. of our articles is the fact that uh, the gentleman that played uh, Drago. Drago, Cal Drago. Yeah, Cal yeah. Drago. Yeah. Aquaman. Yeah, he's going to play Jason Aquaman. Momoa. Jason Momoa, thank you. Yes, that, yeah. He's going to be in. He would be a good Aquaman. But he's going to be in the the Batman v Superman movie, so, along with everyone else. Along so basically, oh. this one's becoming the Justice League movie without what calling the, the it the Justice, Justice League. League movie. Because Wonder Woman's in it. The right. chick that they picked were Wonder Woman, who, by the way, not she's like a twig, which yeah. is not Amazonian at all. At all, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, some of the fan-made films recently of Wonder Woman have been f- so freaking awesome and really? wet my appetite. Really? There's a great one where they have Diana in a m- modern-day city taking on some um, mobsters, basically. Yeah. And then flashing back to Themyscira, where she's basically fighting an elder god oh. with all the Amazonians behind her and, cut, and, and cutting back and forth between the two years. Like, that's the Wonder Woman movie I want! Yeah. Right. And Give I, me that! I like my Wonder Woman to look like an Amazon, you know? And, I want and the actress they had like... was perfect. She yeah. was built and she was not, and and the costume was awesome. It wasn't the stupid no. low cut. It, it it was it was armor, right? Yeah. Especially when they did the flashback. The flashback to, to yeah. the mascara. Um, I want more of that. The the other piece, little piece that has been dropped about uh, a small cameo that's going to appear in Guardians of the Galaxy hmm. with a an actor we've mentioned earlier in the show. Stephen Nathan Fillion. Oh, Nathan Fillion. Richard Ryder. Nova. Oh, okay. Ah. They're setting up a Nova film. Cool. With Nathan Fillion. That's awesome. Well, you have my money, regardless of whether yes. it's good or not. It's it has Nathan Fillion part. in it. I'm it's going to a little to... bit where they just kind of set up the... Ah. He may be joining... Because basically, the Nova Corps are the yeah. Green Lanterns of the Marvel Universe. Right. Nova has been a title for years. Yeah. And what's interesting is Nathan Fillion was in line to play Hal Jordan at one point before uh, they decided to go with Brian Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds instead. Yeah. I think it would have been a very different movie with Nathan at the helm. Well, Nathan is an older, yeah, um, yeah, you know, more mature actor. So that's my one problem with with a lot of these too. A lot of these um, people that they're putting in, in in roles of some of my favorite superheroes is they're putting in these younger actors, which are great. Don't get me wrong, but like the people I would see in them are older and they would never be in these roles because they're older well, actors. And it would, it, yeah. The, the problem is, I like Ryan Reynolds, so don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm a I love fan Ryan Reynolds. of him. Absolutely. He is, and I think he was wasted in the Green Lantern movie, Lanterns. and he was super wasted because he can play Deadpool if you give him the actual Deadpool origin right. yeah. and make him Deadpool. Oh, he would be an amazing Deadpool. He would Deadpool. be the smart Alec Merc with a mouth. Yep. I mean, he could do that and he can build... I mean, look at him in Blade 3. If he needs oh, to put yeah. on muscle, he, he can good. put on muscle. Yeah. Yep. And otherwise, I mean, I think he's a good fit that has been wasted now in two uh, superhero, superhero movies. movies. Yeah. No, I'm, you're you're preaching to the choir. No, yeah. yeah. So. I, I, I found I'm, I'm not a big DC 
fanboy. Um, Outside of Batman, I'm not either. And, and now it. Arrow. I mean, I, actually, I've become a fanboy. I've of become that. a big fan of Arrow yeah. now. Yeah, I too. liked I liked Green Arrow as written by Kevin Smith because mm-hmm. um, he he basically is almost Deadpool esque in his appearance. Right. The and the older Oliver Queen that Frank Miller wrote. Yeah. In uh, Dark Knight Returns. Um, yeah. He had a small bit. Right. Part, but right. It, was the, it was the same sardonic. Yeah. Hmm. Asshole, basically. Basically. Um, but I, uh, I just I I want DC to do a better job, and it, it just feels like they're rushing. Yeah. Well, they are. Well, they, I don't think people, they don't have the resources. All these people in Batman and Superman, it's it's a lot to shove into one movie, um, unless they're all cameos. Because right. I mean, what else could it little possibly bits be? here and there? Yeah. It's a lot of people to shove in. And there. the fact you're doing it with a you know. A Batman that is new. Yep. Yeah. Because then that's not going to be uh, actor well chosen. Right. So I'm hoping he can. I think he can pull it off, but still, you're dealing with the fact that you it's just had movie. the three Batman yeah. movies, uh, and it's it's going to be tough to now transition into this universe where you have a new Batman, you have a Superman that only has had one movie. Right, and then a bunch of people that are going to get introduced that we really haven't seen. Whereas Marvel took a very long ball view well, and set up yeah. three here's, different here's, origin Here's movies. the contrast yes, that I wanted exactly. to make. Marvel is willing to do a freaking Ant-Man film right. yes. to set him up as a team member in a later film. Right. They're willing to go there. Yeah. Now, at the same time, they're also hiring Michael Douglas to play mm-hmm. Hank Pym. So they're not skimping. No. Now, without, a, without Edgar Wright at the helm, I'm a little concerned as to where right. they're going with it, but their willingness to... Invest. Yeah. Yeah. For I think, sure. I think DC is in a rush for the payoff. Yeah. But also they've been burned where they, they may have tried to go down the road. Well, let's start building the team. Let's do Green Lantern. He's yeah. got some name recognition and they miffed it. Right. And let's try Wonder Woman. Never got done. Never right. got done. Yeah. <laughs> Never happened. Because, I don't know, once bitten, twice shy. It's, <laughs> it's because I really think it's the freaking actresses they keep getting for Wonder Woman. They're all teeny. I saw an interesting bit put forth. Uh, I think it was on Reddit. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Well, the actress who played her in the 70s TV series. Oh, uh, Carter. Yeah, Linda, Linda Carter. Carter. Linda Carter. Yeah. Her daughter. Oh, yeah. They put, put a, a recent photo of her up on stage. And like, yes. Really? Yes, Linda please. Carter would yeah. make a good, um, what's Wonder Woman's mom? Uh, it starts with an H. Uh, Hera. Hera. No. No. No, hip. hip Hecate? Hips. Yes. Yes. No, no, not Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Yes, uh, that one. See, and that would be awesome right. if they had the, mother, be, the, the yeah, actual mother-daughter. Yeah. Yeah. fan service to have... Now, I have no idea Linda if her Carter daughter is an actress of, of any caliber, yeah. but physically, she she looks like her mother, so uh-huh. she's already in my brain right. as Wonder Woman. But also had that not tall and um, waif-like, uh, but yeah. short... Solid, yeah, solid stuff. beautiful, yeah. yeah, but clearly don't want to mess right. with. So it can be done. Yeah, yeah, because the first lady, the first one they they did for that Wonder Woman film, she was she was a slight girl. Yeah, uh, she was a wee tiny. She was a wee tiny. They, yeah, they they don't have body type casting, and that's the one thing you can't really. You know, it's funny. Like uh, Dax was telling me the message boards and people. 
uh, recommending different actresses, and they were going on the fact that they had to be brunette. It's like, yeah, there's really? there's, there's hair wigs, dye and there's hair yeah. dye. Yeah, you can't. So by the way, you can't um, dye six foot. Research cast and geeks and gamers are all mad. Oh, all yeah, all they're all we're one big happy at this point. Yeah. So go wherever you want. Yeah. yeah. So, but really quick, back on the whole way Marvel did it. I mean, one of the just fundamental things they did is you look at Iron Man. Uh-huh. You go through Iron Man. You get to the end, and what do they do? They introduce Nick Fury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And S.H.I.E.L.D. And you see, oh, this is part of a bigger thing. That's something DC has never done up to this point. All they did is they put Sinestro at the end of Green Lantern for a Green Lantern sequel. sequel. But nothing to incorporate it into a larger Larger universe. universe. So they're not really seeing the bigger picture here is what they They weren't. Now, I'm guessing this one, obviously the Batman vs. Superman film, I would think is... That's where they're going. Dawn of Justice implies this is the beginning of the Justice League. And all the casting announcements are clearly saying... Just Here come the superheroes. Yeah. It just it's it could totally work. It could, it could absolutely. be I could walk out of that as a total fanboy and say, I saw this guy and this person and this person and I can't wait to see the Justice League sure. film. But well, I all I have with certainty is I can say I can guarantee you I have liked the way that Marvel did it gradually with a plan yes. and stretched out, making me always want more, a little more, mm-hmm. giving me something to giggle, to giggle squee at. Yes. Right at the end, you know, every credit sequence. And oh my God, what's next? Right, yeah. and yeah. little things like yeah. Nathan Fillion is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy yes. as Richard Ryder. Like, that's a big thing. You know, give me my Nova film now. Yeah, and. Even you know servicing the the, the fanboy in me that that read comics in the late '80s, early '90s, with the Netflix series. So I'm gonna get my Power Man and Iron Fist mm-hmm. in in the form of the Luke Cage and um, Iron Fist minis. Uh, Jessica Jones don't know anything about. Never read that one. Maybe interesting. And a new stab at Daredevil, which was never a title I paid. A lot of attention. A lot of attention. It was you know, an yeah. interesting concept. You know, the, the, the blind echolocation uh, acrobatic yeah. guy. Uh-huh. Um, but I like part of me. I'm, I'm excited because so far they've delivered. Yeah. So I'm expecting some fun stories. Yeah. But also just the idea of basically this is a bunch of people defending their neighborhoods. Yes. This is a set in a very small part of New York. Basically saying, and it's crime-ridden and heroes rise in in the face of evil. Exactly. And there's there's story potential there. It's a great story. I think story. It's, it's one of the things about Arrow is... Exactly. He just wants to protect... His city. His city. Just right. like Batman. He and just wants to protect his city. failed spectacularly a couple of times. Yeah. Or just not, not come up Redundancy. tidy. Right. As yeah. back to our Dresden talk. He, yeah. No. There's um, always a cost to when... Because that's Starling, right? Starling. Starling City. City. And yeah. then Flash is in... He's in Central. 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 Yeah. Um, so... Did we get... We haven't seen... We've met Barry in yes, Arrow, but he's have. not He's, he's not the Flash coma. yet. He was in a coma. He was he was Wasn't made he? into the Flash during his the particle accelerator. His, yes, yeah, he gets hit with the lightning and the particle accelerator and all that crap, and then in Arrow, in, in Arrow, Arrow. Okay. and he's in a yeah. coma. He was in a when he wakes up, which will be right. episode one of it, right, probably right. yes. Okay, yeah. So, and I think that's one thing that um, Arrow has done for me is it's taken a character that I don't normally read, and I I I'm a big comic book fan that I don't normally read. 
and given it new life for me. Because yep. now I would be okay going back and reading some of these comics. Oh yeah. Um and I think that's most what you're of the characters for they've yeah introduced in Nero have been really well done. I mean, Deathstroke was really well done. Even it's a different take on him, but still, it was it was a fitting take, and yeah. most people were were really happy with it. Well, and isn't it that one of the things they did is now they introduced Diggle in the comic books? Yeah, they actually have decided Reverse. to pick that yeah. up. Yeah, because they said Diggle is such a strong such character strong on character. this show, yep. they wanted to bring him in. Uh, True in IRC mentions the, the Rock, Rock being in Justice League and Solomon it's, Grundy. Honestly, I want to see him as Martian Manhunter. Oh, ah. that works. I think he could John do Johns, that. As John John? Yeah. yeah. He's because Martian Manhunter is a big guy. You know, put him in. Well, he's whatever he wants to be. He's whatever he wants. But when he's in his normal Martian form, he's a pretty big built right. guy. I mean, just the shape yeah. of the rock's head, actually. Yeah. It looks kind of like looks, him. They yeah. wouldn't have to do a whole lot there. Paint it green, red contacts. Yeah. You're good to go. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and also, uh, as they were saying, meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. Right, right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God. Uh, back memories. <laughs> Any, anytime I think of those superhero, uh, the, the Justice Friends. Oh, the super, super Friends. Super Friends, sorry. Super Friend cartoons. I always think of uh, SeanBaby.com. Like oh, when yeah. he did his <laughs> write-ups true. on the folks from there. Oh, so funny. Especially uh, Green Lantern, where this little like wonder kid, yeah. and, like he gets hit in the head with a bird from somebody it's insane like the stuff they put in these shows back then was insane yeah it was well, no, pretty crazy batman brave and the gold is in they have, yeah. have batmite in there which is the extra dimensional like mr mixelplick kind oh, of kind of levels wow. of interdimensional yeah. i can do anything trickster. Yeah. exactly yeah. yeah um he he's emulating batman but he's also omnipotent and all-powerful oh, and nice. out of his freaking mind um so they they have their fun with that cool. um but the um yeah, the Rock as as Martian Manhunter. That yeah, I would. Yeah, they haven't announced what he's going to play, but other than the fact they said it seems like he is going to be a member of the Justice League. See, and it, all the animated representations of Justice League. I mean, that, that was me not being a DC yeah. fanboy. You know, Martian Manhunter was as far from recognizable as anything mm-hmm. you could possibly get from me. I'm like, who's the green dude? Right, right. I don't don't know his power set. Don't know anything about him. And in the three or four movies they've had him, and he has been one of the most interesting oh, yeah. characters. They give him a love interest in one of them, mm. and you know he's you know he's got his opposite number. Um, I forget the guy's name. That's the, the other Martian. Yeah. That they, and in Justice League Doom, um, they have a, a great bit where he's you know trying to remain integrated with his human right. life, and then gets taken out by yeah. uh, whatever his name is. And it's just he—he's—they've made him really interesting to yeah. watch, hmm. and now I know who Martian Manhunter is, and, and I want me some more, right? Um, right? Because he's—he's the classic man without a people, yeah. just defender without Awkward a race, situation, fish out of water yeah. in our yeah. in our world, but has no has no people to go right. back to. Um, kind of a Superman, but good. Yeah, yeah, good, and with weaknesses, though powerful. Definitely he's got a some powerhouse. Right. He's, he's definitely yeah. has the whole phasing thing yeah. and super strength and flight, changing and form, mind reading. That. Yeah, yeah, he's got a pretty broad. He's power pretty freaking powerful. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, in the in the renderings I've seen of him. Oh yeah, um, but also, you know, a, a very human character as he struggles to uh, live his life amongst mm-hmm. you know aliens to him. Yeah. Like I said, that would be a decent fit. I think The Rock could probably pull it off, Mm -hmm. because say what you will about Dwayne, 
he actually has acting chops. Yeah, I say nothing does. about him. He yeah, can he act. He's, he's not, a great actor. He's not called upon to flex those muscles yeah. all that often. When he does, he, he's a good actor. He I think he does humor really well. Well, yeah, yeah. he's got charisma. You yeah. can't you can't coach charisma, and he's, no, he's got exactly. that oodling. We're, we're back to presence again. Exactly yeah. presence. Yeah. You're standing next to the rock. You know it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good, you know, he adds something to most films yeah. that I've ever seen him in. True's got an interesting observation. He might be John Stewart, as in the Green Lan- that Green Lantern. Could be. Um, that take Lobo, on the Green Lantern. Possibly. Also, if they're going, just going for generic, muscly big guy. I don't know. If, that'd be so weird to try to incorporate Lobo. He's he's such out there. He's, out he's there. not exactly mainstream. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Ant Man is more mainstream than right. Lobo. Yeah. But um, John Stewart, yeah, the that version of the Green Lantern is possible as they well. They may just turn their back on the whole Hal Jordan arc and say, this never, never happened. happened. Or he died and now we have a new right. Green Lantern. Now, <laughs> he's the wrong racial background to play John Stewart, but hey. Yeah. Eh, it fits still. It I doesn't mean, matter shave his head nowadays. But there, was one, I, there was an African-American uh, Lantern. Right, yeah, John was. Stewart. John yeah. Stewart. So what's wrong with The Rock? He's not African American. <laughs> it like yeah no I don't think he that's could probably matter. play African American but yeah. he's but at the same time Johnny Storm in the yeah, next Fox Samoan. Fantastic yeah. Four is going to be an African American yeah. guy so who it, all bets are off at this point right, yeah right? exactly who knows so we DC we are rooting for you yes mm-hmm. and I know you're listening we want you to succeed we're only you know Marvel fanboys. Because they've delivered. Exactly. If you deliver, my loyalty can be bought. Exactly. Or at least divided equally between both of you. Absolutely it can. So, please, buy my loyalty. Yes. Buy my loyalty with quality entertainment. I'd like for them to prove me wrong. I'm, I'm already annoyed with I the have Wonder tremendous Woman. fears. I want them to prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah. And, and my fears have reason to exist because exactly. uh, Green Lantern. Yes. Um... And I don't, I don't know. I, I I didn't have the the negative reaction to Man of Steel that many did. I didn't either. I um, liked Man of Steel. I agree completely with the body count. Yes. Uh, there's a problem there. Unless and I hope, I hope they use that as the foundation of the conflict between in, Batman and Superman. Well, basically, Batman yeah. should be saying we have a problem. We have a superpowered alien here that's killing our population. Yeah. And okay, we, so he tried to save it from the other superpower dude, but you also right. can't kill millions of people doing it. Right. Well, basically, yeah. for, for humanity's sake, we got to take this guy out before he does it again. Exactly. Right. And and really, you look at it from from a, from a an objective point of view, mm-hmm. that would be a very reasonable reaction to have. Like, our major city has been leveled. Yeah. And yeah, okay, he helped us get rid of right. most of them. He remains a threat. He is a loose cannon. Exactly. We have no... And you already see the bits of it in Man of Steel where the military is trying to keep tabs on him yeah. and yeah. exert control over him. And he, not arrogantly, just matter-of-factly said, you can't. Right. Yes. I am playing along with you because I choose. Well, that plants the fear in there kind of, when that day comes that you choose not right, to. Right. What the hell are we going to do? Yeah. yeah. So that could be the foundation for the movie of okay, Mr. Wayne or excuse me, Batman. Right. Um can you help us uh Well, I mean to me it more it sets up the rise for Lex Luthor to basically say, I'm going to act as the check against that. Right. And oh, by the way, this gives me a lot of power. Hmm. 
I'm going to go with that. <laughs> but it's a perfect, yeah. it's a perfect yes. fear-based place for Lex to come right. from to say. Considering one of his buildings me. was one of the one that was, was destroyed is, during the yeah. movie. It was destroyed. So. The armor was still there. Blah, Give blah, blah. the power to me, and I will use it to save humanity. Exactly. Oh uh, yeah. So there's there's lots of ways they could go with it. I'm just. I'm, there is trepidation yeah. within me. Exactly. Um, so from the and, and the uh, research chaos, which we've seamlessly yeah. transitioned into, uh, this was the the research thread that the podcast deserves edition. Contributors include the Barry Von Awesome, Mac Bit, not to be confused with Mac Butt, and <clears throat> limbering up my not recently used throat muscles, Boba Fetish. I'm sorry, I'm not on camera, but I'm not wearing. Your shirt today, Boba. Nope. I'm very, he very is sorry. not. I can fail. Um, we had mentioned in passing uh, that Jason Momoa has been announced as playing Aquaman. Correct. Arthur. What's his name? Arthur. I forget his last name. Well, it depends on which one they go with. True. Because don't they have two different names? Like Arthur something was one, and then O some Othel Othel. I can't remember his name. But I can see that him being the harpoon hand version. That would of, be great. Uh, when they which, when they tried to take Aquaman dark yes. there for a while, um, he'll certainly look pretty in in the tight scaly pants if they give them to him. Yeah. Because um, Jason Momoa. Because he's great. Well, he, I mean, he was in Stargate Atlantis. He was Ronan. Mm-hmm. He was Caldrum. my my Moon and Stars or whatever the hell he was in. Uh, <laughs> My Game of Thrones. Start. He was yeah. Conan in the attempted and I would say failed Conan reboot. Uh, but again, he certainly looked the part. Um, and so we'll see where they if they, they dye his hair blonde and keep it long and. Yeah, they'll keep it long. They'll keep it long. I think. I oh, think they might be, make him That's one of my favorite ones. Is where he's got the long hair. He's got the little hook. No, I'm, I'm assuming that, yeah. that, that that that's where they're going to go with him. And the, the the king of the or the either the the deposed or the absent king of the undersea mm-hmm. nation or mm-hmm. we'll see where Who he knows? is yeah. in well, the storyline. Because in the not Arthur storyline, the other guy's storyline, he was given away because of his hair because mm-hmm. he had blonde hair and it was a bad omen. A bad omen, right? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It makes sense. <laughs> Um, That's the one I remember. Yeah, that, that was his compelling story. Yeah. Was him basically reclaiming his kingdom, exactly, and and his heritage. So we'll see where they place him when they introduce him, and if it's just the Philly, silly fish controlling party or yeah. man from under the ocean uh, leading an army. See, and I think that's a that is a good casting decision, in my opinion. Well, see, I think uh, he's got the right body type. You no, change his hair all color, that he's good to go. Just what are they going to give him yeah. to read? To, yes, exactly. You know, what are the what are the lines going to be? Say. What's the story going to be? <laughs> Because, as we've observed earlier, you're a great actor with can crappy only do lines. so much yes. with, with crappy story. Yes, true. So we'll see what we where we go with this. Um, so Amazon made a very big deal this week. Uh, they they had a whole ad campaign where they had their mysterious new thing, and they just they just showed people on the street being interviewed and reacting to a th- a thing, and we were going, oh, it was the WOA compa- campaign. Was, whoa, and we were looking at this thing, saying, oh, whoa. And everyone in the universe said, oh, yeah, it's a phone. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's a mysterious thing that makes people go, whoa. Like, no, it's a phone. It's a phone. Everyone knows it's going to be a phone. It's a phone. Guess what? It was a phone. It was a phone. <laughs> it was the fire phone. <coughs> is it on fire? Because that would be cool. This is Amazon names everything fire these days. I know. Yeah. This big deal is... 
a pseudo 3D display. It's got cameras on the face that track your face, so it right. adjusts the image based on your viewing angle, so all the the items appear to have a depth of field to them, which is the thing that people are going, whoa, to, because it looked pretty. Right. And then the creepiest feature in the universe, Firefly, which is the phone will recognize anything. So you point the cameras at an item, it tries to identify it, and of course sell it, sell it to you on the Amazon Marketplace. It listens to the ambient noise and identifies all the, the songs and correlates that with location data and then saves it to the cloud. Right. Of course, your private slice of the cloud service that they will, of course, would never data mine or change the terms of service later and use to profile the hell out of you. Yeah, this seems to me creepy as hell. Data gathering tool. Of, I mean, it's the technology itself is awesome. Gathering all these data points to help you, you know, find the best deal on the thing you're looking at, or, or just identify something. But this is the deal you should be looking at. <laughs> the, 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 the potential for misuse is enormous. Yeah. Um, and just just simple things, or, or it's, the potential for Amazon is incredible, also, because like, hey, you know, two hundred thousand people scanned and asked for information on this item and we don't carry it right. maybe we should right and so they can use it to to you know sculpt their yeah. business to give people exactly what they want right which um, they already do with their website but yeah right but this just takes to this is actually taking we all become agents and research tools yeah. for them voluntarily because we're yep. going to take it out in the world and scanning all these sure. things uh, just the fact that it's looking at what I'm looking at it's listening to everything in my ear and saving all the data to these enormous cloud storage banks that they've created, yeah. it just sets off alarm bells in my head of warning, warning, will be misused, will be hacked and and used for identity theft or I don't know. It just makes my skin crawl a little bit. The technology itself is innocuous. I just don't trust people to use it. I just don't really. I mean, other than your location, I don't really know if people knowing that I like a certain couch or this brand of towels is. All that, you know, threatening to me personally. Taken individually, it seems like nothing. But I've seen demonstrations so many times how when you get an aggregate of data, the kinds of con accurate conclusions you can draw. This is why data mining <sighs> is as big a deal as it is. I, I, I agree. But I think most people that have a lot of issues with it immediately go from they figured out the type of towels I like. I'm now on a death list for a drone to come kill me. And I don't know if that's I'm not sure I see a through line there. The, uh, but that's what I mean. A lot of people always take it to this like Crazy insane level. spot. Whereas I look at it more like what we're going to end up. I think this is just taking us towards minority report where we're going to have you walk into a store and it goes, well, hello, error, you know, Daxa. Hello, gnome wise. Hey, this is, this is what we have for you today. And that type of level of personalized advertisements that are going to be really annoying. What is yeah. the new, what is the new instancing called? That's what they're doing to our lives. Right. Procedural. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, procedurally generated shopping procedurally experience. Procedurally generated. Advertisements mm -hmm. yeah. for your yeah. No, I think I think that that minority report nailed it. And that's, yeah. It's yeah. definitely this is a step along that road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a matter of are people voluntarily going to go down that road? Yeah. Or are they going to are they going to withdraw from that of, of becoming and the active part on behalf of the corporation? Right. And again, it's because it's connected to Amazon, which is a storefront. Yeah. For, whereas Apple and and uh, Android 
don't have that direct connection other than like the iTunes store right. to a storefront. Uh, but who's to say that all that cloud information you're putting out there for your Android device or your iPhone device isn't being sold to somebody right. already? Read so. the fine print. I bet you there's a clause in there that lets yeah. them do, anonymize the data. Right. It's anonymous, but it's still being sold. Yeah. And again, I'm one of those people that if I see uh, something that I really want, I want to Go search for it and yeah. see if I can get it. Well, if I can make it easier for me to search for it and get it, that's fine. And if you know that I like that item, it doesn't it's, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, because it, I'm going to tell you I like that item. Because there's and there is a fine line between it being helpful, like everybody seems to like. You know, when TiVo first came out, it trying to personalize it. Netflix is yeah, now I, I doing turned that this. off the or, very first. Well, I hated, Netflix I does it. I think a pretty decent job. There's times where it has recommended me something where I'm like, oh yeah, that's that looks kind of interesting, or that's in my, you know, wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, and that's or Shazam. Yeah. You know, trying to find the music music you love in your life. Tell me. Tell me what this song is, okay? Tell me what this chair is. Well, and I take it far, like Spotify. It goes, oh, I see you've been favoriting these type of music. Here's Here's more more. music. Most companies are trying to go that route. It's just with a fire, you know, or whatever. I don't know. The fire phone. Fire phone. It's taking now a little bit because it may be taking uh, metrics on things that you're not personally wanting to give to them. Exactly. That's the big... Anything within earshot that it can hear or any of the multiple cameras can pick up. Right. So it's a weird line between being personalized and giving you that good feeling versus uh, that's too much. Exactly. It's a bad touch I want the camera to work when I'm taking a picture of something. I don't want it to work any other time. I suspect the thing that makes me my skin crawl is the I bet you the default setting is always on. I'm sure. Just like the default settings out. on Facebook or yeah. anything else. Uh, and my, for me, the big challenge is going to be, can it make any type of dent in a already pretty crowded phone market? That, yeah. that also. It's like, yeah. oh boy, yet exactly. another phone. Yeah. I mean, I think they call Yet another a, fork to Android. Right. Well, and is it going to work? Am I going to get frustrated? Am I going to, every time I take a picture of something, right. it comes up with... Is there an app store is. going to have oh, stuff I Oh, do you like vanilla yogurt? Yes, exactly. this is clearly vanilla yogurt. Right. Uh, no, that was a tangerine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. Right. And, or like, I want to download Angry Birds 3, but it's not available yet because it's such a more niche brand yes, of phone. Exactly. Right. Who knows? Well, it is it is a forked version of Android, so it'll run the Android marketplace. Okay. Uh, of course, it, it prefers to give you the Amazon, Amazon Android yeah. marketplace, but yeah. you can also use the Play Store. Okay. Well, that's good. So it is it is just it's a heavily modified modified version. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's been forked to death. Nice. Interesting. Well, I just work here. All right. So fear, you know, fear new technology. Right. It is the theme of that whole thing. Um, or not, if you're yeah. Daxa. <laughs> yeah, or just... I just work Or just there. me. Buy the stuff that works. Exactly. Yeah. Meh, she made commitment. That, that brings us tightly to the end of things, yes. because we got to talking. <laughs> in a good way. We didn't even talk about Wildstar. We'll have to do that next show. Yeah, I know. In, uh, and uh, to me, I think that, that, one, that one is a segment all unto itself. Yeah. And hopefully between now and next show... Um, Everybody will have played. We will have so, a chance yeah. to play. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and we may have to do the show at a weird time next week. We're in we're in Chicago, Chicago so next week. you can do it whenever you feel like. Liar, you gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I may do it from the Secret Mountain Lair with with a a one time return of Gwenora because we're there gonna be go. up there for oh, there Amateur Radio Field Day. Oh, cool. 
So there it may go. be a podcast-only episode. Okay. Um, it, it, actually, I'll go on record of saying it will likely will be a podcast-only episode. Right. So just because the internet up there is sketchy. and Yeah. I'll, I'll bring the gear with me and we'll, we will slap See something what together for you. And you are, you are doing your annual pilgrimage to the homeland. Yep. Yes, we are. Um, bring me something Chicago-ish. Back this time, probably <laughs> to like eat. Bring me like oh a, yeah, oh that'll that'll work. keep. Yeah, <laughs> it can be something that like comes in a can or a jar or something that 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 travels well. I'm that, sure we can find something. Uh, we'll have to look. Yeah, and I, anything I that I look forward to eating would not travel well. It's all <laughs> freshly prepared yes. right there. Yeah, terrible well, for we'll you. Work it out. Terrible for you, mm. exactly. Yeah, it's so delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I want. We have right. to go back to that hamburger place. We've only been to it. That Hackney's? Yeah. Yeah. Blue cheese. <laughs> That's funny. I know. Taxa has a plan. Yeah. Yes. That's All what right. I was like. It's just Hackney's, but <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. And now I'm hungry. Yeah. Right. Exactly. All right. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Mm-hmm. We can be found on the internet, alphageekradio.com. You can follow the show at. Hardcore Casuals on Twitter, the network at Alpha Geek Radio. If you want to see announcements whenever live shows go on the air, and there are ever more live shows to be had, just go to the site and click on shows to see the growing list of fun people with nerdy pastimes that you can interface with via the miracle of the interwebs. It is a happy thing. Send your emails to the show at alphageekradio.com. That is the show at alphageekradio.com. Find us on Facebook. And the tweeter, as previously mentioned. Uh, you can check out all the notes from the research thread. Just go to the Communities tab on the site in the Casually Hardcore Research Team sub-forum. Uh, it's read-only for everyone. If you want to contribute, just send me a message, and I will give you right access if you wish to contribute. And we thank everyone for uh, assisting us finding all the nerdy goodness to be found on the web every single week. I have been Gnome Wise. I have been Daxa. And I've been Grail. And Iolite has thrown herself on the grenade that is Nemesis and Arch Nemesis. So farewell on her behalf. And we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.